Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 12, Episode 128 on Mobius Ministries. This is your friend, Josiah. It is 5 o'clock as I record this in Lake Orion, Michigan, and I am so excited to dive into our Proverbs 17 study. I'm so glad you tuned in to just receive wisdom and grow your intimacy and your fruits that comes from your salvation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The song playing right now is called uh, S. Chatten uh, by Tony Anderson. It's a song that I, I, was, I was having some alone time with the Lord yesterday, and the song came on, and just the fear of the Lord just came over me, and it was just, it was so amazing. So, um, yeah. The verse of the day, you guys, is out of uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 5. It says, "The Lord your this is out of the uh, NASB version. The Lord your God will bring you into the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. And he will be good to you and make you more numerous than your fathers. What a great verse. There's so much scripture we can hang on to in God's promises, and it's just, um, it's breathtaking almost sometimes. So um, some of you guys know we do open in worship. Uh, I do have my dad in the other room, so I'm just going to pick a song that's a little bit more calm. On my other episodes, I tend to just shuffle the, the my, my worship jam playlist, um, but now I think we're just going to... Um, we're going to be, I'm just going to pick a song that's really just kind of quiet and just soaking in the Lord. So let me just um, find one real quick. Okay, so I found a song. Um, let's just dive in here, guys, and just open with worship and come into the Lord's presence with thanksgiving, you guys. This next the song we're going to worship to is called CC's Lullaby by Stephanie Gretzinger. Oh, I 
song again that was called cc's lullaby by stephanie gretzinger and um, if you guys can hear my dad and my brother talking i'm sorry they're 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 doing some stuff around the house so sorry if you hear any background noise but the song playing right now um now that's playing i just say these things in case you want to take it and just let that like influence your relationship with the lord this is called uh it's spelt T H E O P H I L I U S. Or wait, no, not I U S, just U S. And in parentheses, One Spirit by Waldner Worship. And they've got incredible instrumental stuff, guys. So, okay, um, here we go. 
For those of you that are listening on Apple Podcast, which is, um, I think, I think that's my biggest listening platform. Um, if you have not made a review for my uh, for my podcast, please do. If you feel led, please be honest. No codependency. It's okay. No fear of man. Fear the Lord. Um, if uh, my, my friend Brittany uh, l- recently did a review, and Brittany, thank you so much. It touched my heart. You guys, she's so spirit-filled. Pray for her fervently. She's so amazing, so on fire for the Lord. And um, if you're listening on Spotify, you can now uh, rate my show. So go ahead and please do that if you'd like. And today, I'm going to be reading out of the message version unless I say otherwise. So Father, as we dive into this, Lord, I pray for fresh hearts. I pray for those that have had heavy heavy uh just hearts today lord father i pray they'd lay it all at your feet and they would focus on humility and lord you would show them what you want to show them in these moments father because you hold all wisdom that there's no limit with your wisdom father you live in unapproachable light and father we love you And yeah, Father, we just ask that you minister new things to us and show us the beauty in being able to just sit in the silence with you, Lord. That's so amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. So the title of verses 1 through 16 is A Whack on the Head of a Fool. I've got some, excuse me. Um, I also do, I'm actually, I've been drinking uh, more chicken broth recently because apparently it's really good for you. So I do have some right here. So I may take a drink every now and then. I just want to let you know, let you guys know that. Um, but for those of you that don't know what a title is, it's at the beginning of each chapter. Sometimes there's several in one chapter. It's the little heading at the, um, at the very top of the chapter. It just kind of gives you an overview, a little bit of context, not the whole context, but yeah. And we will be going over the context in the end of this chapter. But um, yeah, so verse 1. A meal of bread and water in contended peace is better than a banquet spiced with quarrels. Let me read that again. A meal of bread and water in, in contended peace is better than a banquet, a banquet spiced with quarrels. This shows who we hang around, we become. This is why Paul says to not affiliate with non-believers in 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. Paul is talking about joining non-believers in relationships and marriage. That's the context of that verse. There's two different con- there's two different subjects in that chapter, but um, it's a really great chapter. You guys should check it out. Um, verse 2, a wise servant takes charge of an unruly child and is honored as one of the family. For those of us that for those of us that are servants for the Lord, Jesus Christ, you might ask, well, how do I become wise? Proverbs 14 and 15 talk a lot about how to discern between the foolish and the wise. Only the wise servant takes charge of an unruly child. When this next part says unruly child, it could be talking about someone who is young or new to the faith. I kind of got that when I was, when I prepared, I prepared part of this podcast, part of this message um, earlier this week, and then the second half I did yesterday, and I kind of came across that. So, um, thank you, Lord. That's amazing. Verse three: As silver, this is this is this one I really like. 
As silver in a crucible and gold in a pan, so our lives are refined by God. As silver in a crucible and gold in a pan, so our lives are refined by God. I looked at a few different versions of this verse and I got stuck for a little while on this verse to really see see it the way that God does. I think what it's saying is our faith has silver and gold in it. The deeper we go into our faith, the more gold we find, and that's our whole life. Verse 4, evil people relish malicious conversation. The ears of liars itch for dirty gossip. Um, you got some of these verses are a little confusing for me, so I'm not going to be able to explain every single verse. I'm not a scholar. I've, I've barely done two years of seminary, so um, just bear with me here. Verse 5, whoever mocks poor, the poor people, insults their creator. Gloating over misfortune is a punishable crime. Old people are distinguished by grandchildren. Children take pride in their parents. We don't expect eloquence from fools, nor do we expect lies from our leaders. That verse uh, makes me kind of shake in my boots. But <laughs> receiving, a receiving a gift is like getting a rare gemstone. Any way you look at it, you see beauty refracted. Over an offense... Oh, overlook an offense and bond a friendship. Fasten on a fasten on to a slight and goodbye friend. This is why we must pray that God changes our hearts to not find our identity in man's approval. The more we do that, the more offense will hurt our hearts. Or even that we just get offended in the first place. It will also help us to forgive people as well. I forget the Greek word for the word forgive, but the definition is to just, just like, kind of, all right, whatever. It's not a big deal. Yep. Just totally like push aside. It's okay. It just kind of goes right over your head. I'm pretty sure about that. I could be wrong, but, um, it's like overlook an offense, just like totally dismiss it. And it says you're going to bond a friendship, but if you fasten onto it, Solomon says it's goodbye, it's done, because it's not showing the love of Christ. Verse 10, a quiet rebuke to a person of good sense does more than a whack on the head of a fool. That's a deep one. That one's really good. I like that. Criminals out looking for nothing but trouble won't have to wait long. They will meet it coming and going. Better to meet, a, to meet a grizzly robbed of her cubs than a fool hell-bent on folly. Wow, that's interesting. Huh. It's almost like saying, like, it's, this is, this is, like, why it's saying it's so important to just, like, stay away from fools. Now, you might think, you know, Josiah, that, that that sounds like division. And Paul talks a lot about that. He talks about that in 1 Corinthians 4, I think 1 Corinthians 5 a little bit. Um, and, then he talk, and then in Titus, it talks about that a little bit. I think what I mean, you can still accept them and love them, but learn how to guard your heart from receiving insight or wisdom or revelation or whatever. I could be wrong. That's just kind of my, that's my take on it. 
Verse 13, those who return evil for good will meet their own evil returning. Hmm. Verse 14, the start of a quarrel is like a leak in a dam. In a dam, like what beavers make. So stop it before it bursts. Hmm. It's like saying if you keep going, it's going to get worse and everything's just going to overflow. So stop it before it gets worse. Uh, Verse 15, we're going to read out of the ESV version. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous are both like an, like an abomination to the Lord. This is why Isaiah says in chapter 5, verse 20, Woe to you who call bad good and good bad. We cannot stand here and lean on our own understanding on what justice looks like. Our justice is, our justice is selfish, self-promoting, and arrogant. Now, I've, I'm speaking for myself, too. When I say our, I don't just mean you guys. I mean mine as well. So it's just that, uh, that, that that's how I've seen it in my own life, in my perspective. But yeah, verse 16, what is this? Fools out shopping for wisdom? They wouldn't recognize it if they saw it. This is why Lady Wisdom says early on in Proverbs, you will come back and look for me, but you won't find me because you ignored my counsel. You think, you know, Josiah, why wouldn't, or, you know, why, why, I don't want to say Josiah, because honestly, I feel a lot of pride when I say that kind of stuff, so, no, I can't do that. You, you might be saying, like, well, what does it, what does it mean then, because, I mean, God has mercy, don't you think? I mean, James 1 says that when someone asks for wisdom, God's not going to hold it back from them. Again, it's not a contradiction, there's just something we don't know. The Bible does not contradict itself. You can't, because then when you say you do, then you are doing Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-six, where it talks about, it literally talks about leaning on your own understanding and how it just gets you into a complete folly of mess. So, verses 17 through 28 is going to be in the NASB version, which stands for the New American Standard Version, for those of you that don't know. And the new title for these verses is One Who Knows Much Says Little. I read that and I go, you know what? the world would totally disagree with that because people who know everything, they just they just talk, 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 talk. But what does Paul tell us in Romans 12 too? Do not be conformed by the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So verse 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. When it says brother, I think it could mean someone who was another Christian. You know, we talk about when, when, when you read uh, John's letters, even Paul's letter, they go, brothers and sisters, he's talking about people in the body of Christ. So it could be, you know, could be referring to that. So even though this is Old Testament, Jesus was still there. Um, Jesus has always been around. He was never, it wasn't like God was in heaven. And then he told all the prophets that he was going to sing. He was going to send a messianic king to fulfill the law and complete everything and fulfill the wrath of God for those who trust in Jesus where was I getting to? Um, it wasn't like Jesus like came about then. No, he's always been alive. If you read like in Isaiah 6 or, um, you know what, even in the book of Enoch, there are several people that go to heaven and they see Jesus. They see this man wearing these this white garment. 
Um, I think Isaiah saw Jesus. I think he did. I think he also saw the Lord, but anyway. Verse 18, a person lacking in sense shakes hands and becomes guarantor in the presence of his neighbor. I did not pronounce that word, but one who loves wrongdoing loves strife. One who makes his doorway high seeks destruction. Let me read that one again. One who loves wrongdoing loves strife. One who makes his doorway high seeks destruction. This verse is almost saying those that love strife take their doorways high, their walls very tall, and it brings them to straight destruction. One who has a crooked mind finds nothing good. Could kind of connect where James talks about being double-minded. And one who is corrupted in his language falls into evil. This is why it is so, so important to not do Proverbs 28, 26. If you think you know it all, you are a fool for sure. Real survivors learn wisdom from others. Other versions say from above because God carries all wisdom and he passes it along to certain people. Um, So let me read that again. One who has a crooked mind finds nothing good and one who is corrupted in, in his language falls into evil. That's why, again, Proverbs 20 and 26, if you think you know it all, you're a fool for sure. Real survivors learn learn wisdom from others and above. He who fathers a fool does does he who fathers a fool does so to his sorrow, and the father of a fool has no joy. Verse 22, a joyful heart is good medicine. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Now, I think in Ezekiel 37 or 38, it talks about um, when those who have dry dry bones, prophecy is needed. And um, yeah, so you can kind of connect with that. Um, And then I think Isaiah 57 and Psalm 34 talks about how God is close to the broken spirit, the, the, the crushed in heart, um, that he's close to them. Other versions say that he has favor upon those people. Um, a wicked person accepts a bribe from an inside pocket to pervert the ways of justice. Now, this could be talking about people not paying their taxes or selling things on the black market. That's really interesting. Again, a wicked person accepts a bribe from an inside pocket. Almost means behind the scenes or illegally to pervert the ways of justice. This could be talking about paying your taxes and you know just just ways of justice that were then that ways of justice that went on then meaning when these meaning when the old testament was around and and now in the united states where you pay taxes and it fixes the roads and uh pays the police officers and teachers and yada 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 verse 24 wisdom is in the presence of one who has understanding but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. Now, I think about that. The eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. It's like, I think it's saying that because it's looking everywhere and they can't find anything. You want wisdom? You've got to be able to have a heart of understanding and not arrogance. A foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her who gave birth to him. It is also not good 
to find the righteous, nor to strike the noble for their uprightness. Verse 27, one who withholds his words has knowledge, and one who has a cool spirit is a person of understanding. That's got to be one of my favorite verses. Um, and where it says, I, I, you, you might kind of think about where it says, one who withholds his, wor- his words has knowledge. Now it's like, maybe it's like, because I, I kind of look at my life and when I'm giving someone wisdom about a question they have or I'm encouraging someone, sometimes I measure my words because I don't know everything about that subject. Now, there's other ways you can probably use that verse, but uh, verse 28, even a fool when he, now this is, this one is like, whoo, even a fool when he keeps silent, he is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. Now you can see the word considered. It means they could be which is wise if they walk down the road to become wise. I just think that's really interesting right there. Hmm. Okay. Now these are, um, now some of you guys know I did, I, I, I went through the whole book of Proverbs. I keep hitting my microphone. Sorry. So if you keep hearing like bumps and whatever, sorry, but um, I read the book of the whole book of Proverbs back in July of last year, and I'm just going to read some of my personal notes that I wrote down when I when I read this chapter. Verse four can be so convicting for us. Our flesh craves for this stuff, and I'll read the verse in a second. When I made this note in my blue notebook back in July of last year, I used to have this mini calendar with a verse of the day on it every day. The verse of the day was Galatians 5, where Paul talks about the desires of the flesh and the desires of the spirit. Quite ironic. (laughs) So verse 4 says, Evil people relish malicious conversation. Their ears of liars, the ears of liars, itch for dirty gossip. Hmm. It says itch for dirty gossip. So it's almost like it, like where Timothy talks about in the end days, people aren't going to want to take in sound doctrine. They will have their own itching ears for what their hearts desire. They're just gonna, they're just going to want to hear what they want to hear. And again, it, it, we we look at that and we, we we think about so. I mean, I mean, we look at that. Think about all the verses that we've gone through, you guys, in the book of Proverbs that talks about people that do that are just fools. They don't want to seek wisdom. They don't want to be corrected. They don't want to learn about humility. And humility doesn't always have to be painful. It's okay if it's painful. There's so much God does in that. I know that in my own own life, you guys, like, ah, man. So... Verse 11 uh, says, Criminals out looking for nothing but trouble. They won't have to wait long. They will meet it. They will meet it coming and going. So my note on that was because the enemy runs their lives and is the temporary ruler of this world. Now, for those of you that might kind of scratch your head on that, Paul says in Ephesians 2 that before we 
were saved by God's grace through our faith in Jesus, we were children of wrath. I I forget what version that is, but other versions say um, that we were ruled by the prince of the air, which is talking about Satan. So um, I noticed when I read this chapter again back in July, I needed to start praying for verse 27 to come into my life, to put it into practice. Some of you may know when you pray for stuff like that, God will bring you into his refiner's fire and you just start to get triggered and then you go right back down into getting alone with him, knowing his love for you and focusing on humility. And verse 27 again is one who withholds his word has knowledge and one who has a cool spirit is a person of understanding. Now, let me share this really quick. It's so silly. Like I'm, I'm in my room. Like I'm, like, like as if someone's having a conversation with me. (laughs) Okay, guys. I remember, like, in my second year of Bethel in California. Like, I remember, like, I would have conversations with people, and I would literally physically feel something like. Oh, I could. It, it felt. It 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 felt so amazing. But my, like, I just didn't want to like interrupt. Like, I just didn't want to talk. It was like my mouth was just closed, and I don't know if that makes sense. But like, I just had no desire to talk. I just wanted to listen. And it's like it, it's verse twenty-seven coming into play. I was holding my words of knowledge. Not words of, well, I guess you could use, I, I, when I say words of knowledge, I could use that in a prophetic sense. For those of you that don't know what a word of knowledge is in, in, in prophecy, it's, it's asking a question about someone's life, whether it's happening right now or in the past. And then if they say yes, the, you, it, 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 the Lord usually, you can't say he will, you can't put him in a box, but usually he gives you a prophetic word for that. But I also mean words of knowledge of like wisdom or insight or revelation, um, I hope that makes sense, but hmm. Um, sometimes I would just like I just I just my mouth would just stay shut, and um, I really enjoyed it. Like I, it almost like the Lord was helping me to enjoy that humility. My, so my favorite verses uh, in this chapter are verses twenty-seven and twenty-eight. So again, I'll read those again. I guess. One who, well, not I guess, this is the word of God. We have to love this. One who withholds his words has knowledge, and one who has a cool spirit is a person of understanding. Even a fool, when he is kept silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered to be prudent. What did I learn when I read this chapter? back in July that it is better to be quiet and have wisdom than loud as a fool. And the context, you guys, of this chapter seems to be fools have it all out for themselves, but the wise say little. That is my Proverbs 17 study for you guys. Let's see if I could have any like finishing announcements or anything give you a little recap about like what's going on in my life um oh man ah, 
Well, I some of you guys know I'm working at Marshalls right now. Um, when I first got to Marshalls, I really felt the Lord tell me that I wasn't going to be there very long. And he spoke to me in that still small voice that we hear about in the Bible. Um, I think you first read it in 1 Samuel. I think it first comes up then. I could be wrong, but... Um, I just put my two weeks notice in. I was praying for a long time saying, Lord, this is just getting really overwhelming. And I'm wondering, I asked him, you know, can I, can I find another job? And he said, yeah, Go. I just felt peace. I felt comfort. I felt settled. I felt secure um, just in him and uh, trusting in that. So I did apply for a bunch of jobs today. If you guys could please be praying, I'd appreciate that. That just the Lord's will is done um, because he sees the bigger picture and I don't. I'm really learning a lot about humility, you guys, so please keep praying for that. Uh, my friend Andreas has got some deep mental health issues. Please pray for him. Uh, he's a wonderful brother of mine in Christ, and um, I pray that he would just find a revelation in knowing that he's going to be in heaven one day, that he'd find peace and rest and security in that. So, um, what else? Some of you guys know I applied for an internship for the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, Missouri. I did not get in. Um, I do believe the Lord has something better. I'm trusting in him. And man, I look at my response towards that. Wow, God's done a lot of refining because two years ago when God shut the door, ooh, I was like a like a five-year-old baby, like just crying. <laughs> not that God was shaming me, but that I just... Some of that was a little bit of arrogance, but anyway. Um, so yeah, I think the Lord has for me next. Um, I'm starting to go back to my church where I were where I first started to really grow my roots in the Lord, which is a church called Kensington. Um, I think I'm going to start serving coffee there, and I just feel the Lord telling me to do that, and I just really feel Him saying. Um, that somehow he's going to get me into full-time ministry. I'm not sure how, but I really do believe that's what he's going to do. I've told a couple people about this that are um, really keen to my spiritual walk, and they're like, sounds like a good plan. So, um, yeah, next week we are going to be talking. Um, we're going to be switching the subject. My friend Andreas, who's the guy I wanted you to pray for, he put a message on my heart to write down and send him like a memo of humility. And I pretty much wrote like a huge message on it, you guys, about understanding humility. And we are going to be, um, that's what we're going to talk about next week. We're not going to go on to Proverbs 18. We're going to talk about understanding humility. Um, now, I say this humbly, you guys. Please, please, like, acknowledge that I really do mean that. Andreas said the one thing that he saw in me that a lot of churches nowadays really look down on is humility. And he asked me, how do you stay humble? How do you do this? And so I just gave him some advice. And that's when he asked me, after I told him everything, could you write that down and send it to me? And I said, yeah. So I sat down a couple, a few days after that and wrote everything down. And then I said to him, Andreas, I think you just uh, helped me write my podcast in two weeks. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about next week. Um, if you would like a prophetic word, please email me. Um, also, you guys, I do feel like the Lord's leading me to get off social media. Um, that is a process. Um, but 
yeah, please pray that I can find a job. I'm trying to move out of my dad soon. I just turned 25. Um, I'm not being conformed by the ways of this world to move out because I'm 25. But I feel led by the Lord to kind of move on in my life and learn how to live my own, live on my own. Um, I have a car in my own name, pay, pay, pay rent and food. So it's a lot of responsibility. There's a little bit of anxiety, but it's that's where more. Um, excuse me. That's where more character building comes into play. So, um, if you have not made a review on my podcast, please do. I'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Um, if you want a word, email me. I, I'd love to do that. And um, I think I probably do. I think I will do one more Facebook Live video. Um, one more Facebook Live video um, for prophetic words. So, yeah. Also, one more milestone. Um, I now have about 14 active listeners on my podcast. And ever since uh, I started this podcast back, my first episode was, let's see here, when was, when was, what day was this posted though? Doesn't want to tell me. Okay, well anyway, I started this podcast back in February of last year, 2021, and ever since then, I have now 1,900 plays, you guys, and I'm humbled that the Lord has continued to use me, and um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to Season 12, Episode 128 of our Proverbs 17 study on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. I'll see you in the next episode, Lord willing.